If you remember, I had written the post titled Innovator's Tragedy sometime last year, wherein I lamented that the innovation has to survive only by the conviction of the innovator. The innovators may not get buy-ins initially and may face much opposition which may threaten the growth of the innovation. Yes, Edunst has gone through this phase and ha survived. But this is the time for innovators' tragedy too. When I joined the present organization, the content of the material was in total disarray. Plagiarism, grammatical mistakes, irrelevant content, lack of a coherent syllabus and curriculum. One cannot imagine the poverty of the condition unless one has actually lived through it. Well, we did tackle this head-on and started working on the quality, relevance of the content. We did achieve a level of respectability. But then came the organizational attention to content development and audit, quality, comma process, documentation. No problems with these. But the problem is the perspective and timing. They looked at what is in discovered fault lines. No problems with that too. Next was the initiative on ESLMs or interactive study materials. We brought in extreme creativity and designed these ESLMs. The first batch came out proud and bright. There were raves from students and the learning centers alike. But the organization? Well, on the contrary, exhibited much hostility to this initiative. And came audits, crippling criticism and politics. Efforts to kill the initiative. Due to costs ostensibly. Will this too survived, due to the preference from students and the learning centers, albeit the customers. Maybe that the battle is still on. Then came the turn of a dunkst as an application. Risk assessment audit. The internal audit. Brought out all the points that were already known. But the biggest risk was conveniently missed. That of a visible ownership and a team dedicated to nurture this innovation. Absence of process, absence of procedures, controls the usual stuff of the auditor's language. Again I was in the accused box. The actual tragedy is not in the audits. The tragedy is in the view of the leadership. Does the leadership understand the nature of innovations? Do they appreciate the effort as an initiative? Or they conclude that it is not being managed well and therefore the competence of the concerned team is in question. Fortunately, I hope the intention is not questioned. Polly Labar, a Harvard Business School professor in innovation and strategy, has this to say. For all of the fervor around innovation, far too many organizations are hostile places for new ideas and the people who harbor them. All too often, new ideas are cooked up in a hothouse environment, like the executive inner sanctum or an invitation-only innovation offsite, and not shared widely until they've been sanctioned from on high. When ideas are offered up by some hardy soul in the trenches, they generally have just one place to go, up the chain of command. In other words, they get the hot lights of judgment before they get a chance to breathe. Maybe there is a sense of truth and experience in this. Innovations require great courage and support to become viable business models. And the basis of this is trust and encouragement for the teams which drive these. Is this too much to ask for?